Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. I'd like to welcome everybody this morning to the School of Healing this morning, Sunday morning, June the 27th. Amen. At 6.02 a.m. This is Pastor Lester Hayes. Pastor Sharon Hayes here this morning to greet all of you in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is our healer this morning. We honor him this morning. We praise him this morning because he's got the power in his hand to heal. Even if you're dead, he can raise back up and put life back in a dead, limp body. That breath has gone out of it, even though it's been dead four days and in the grave, he's still able to bring it back to life. He has a healing touch. He has a touch that life virtues of life flow through that touch to dry up hemorrhages to dry up anything to, to, to destroy leprosy in the body and cause every organ in the body even though they have failed and shut down to function again in the perfection which he created in the danger amen so we give god praise this morning we honor the lord this morning we thank him for all of you joining us this morning amen we give god all the praise we give god all the glory we give God all the honor this morning because God is so, so worthy to be praised. Amen. We thank him this morning for each of you this morning being with us this morning. Amen. As we open up for our school of healing. Amen. Just a, a prayer for healing this morning. Special prayer. Amen. That I want to pray the preference of our, our lesson this morning. And it says, uh, God, our healer, you who are our loving God, amazing God, awesome God, incredible God, God of miracles and miracle working God. We pray that you will comfort us, especially those right now, Lord, that we've been praying for that's going through. And even us, God, as we continue to labor each and every morning at 6 a.m., we come back on Wednesdays and Thursdays and now we're here on Sunday, Lord, and we'll be back in a few hours again to <clears throat> pray and hope that you would send the comfort, the, the relief, the, 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 the uh, restoration, the rescue that we really need and seek, not only for us, but for our ailing loved ones, oh God. And so, Father, for us who are suffering, Lord God, uh, lend skills to the hands of our health care providers, oh God, who have the task right now to provide for comfort lord god and even to assist those lord god who are in hospital beds right now and on hospital wards right now lord god that have been those who have been turned over the hospice and sent home but god we just thank you this morning but you remain still today even knowing that uh, there is an expiration date on all of our lives oh god but you remain our healer while we are breathing while we are alive and you and bless lord god the means used uh, for our care, for our cure, Lord God, as you work through the different various hospital systems and, and whatever the case might be, the specialties, God, whether they be cancer, or urology, oncology, whatever the case might be, Lord God, podiatry, as you work through them, oh God, hallelujah, Lord God, as they search for a cure, uh, even the pandemic that we're going through right now. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, but we know that you are the only cure, Lord God, that there is for any sickness. Give us uh, such confidence in the power of your grace, oh God, that even when we are afraid, oh God, that it's not going to happen, that we may put our whole trust, reliance, confidence, assurance, relief, and hope of healing and restoration of our physical bodies, our souls, our spirits, our minds, our hearts, and our lives in you. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord, we pray and ask these blessings of your, of our Heavenly Father, your Father, 
and our heavenly father we thank you lord god you said as Jeremiah prayed, heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. For you are the one we praise. And the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. And we declare this morning what thus says the Lord this morning. Amen. So we give God praise this morning. Amen. Declaring what the Lord has declared. Amen. His word, never forgetting, but always putting him in remembrance that it is his will to heal us. And this morning in School of Healing, uh, we want to, uh, you know, uh, speak from a subject this morning. Remind me of whose report you believe for your healing. That's what we want to talk about this morning. Remind me of whose report you believe for your healing. A lot of us sometimes, even before we go to the doctor, we believe that the doctor's going to heal us. We believe that they hold the cure. But the Lord is saying to us, remind me, talking about God, remind him, put him in remembrance of whose report you believe for your healing. I believe the report of the Lord. And if you're a believer this morning, how can we not believe the report of the Lord? Because his report says that we're healed. Amen. And so my, my scripture text this morning is going to be coming out of the book of Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1, uh, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 26, and the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12, the King James Bible. These three scriptures here particularly remind us of the report that we should believe over any other report. It also reminds us to remind God of whose report that we believe as we just pray the healing prayer that we prayed this morning. It's laced in, uh, you know, reinforcement of those three scriptures concerning our healing. Jesus has given us authority over the power of the enemy and nothing shall in any way harm us. That's in the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 17 through 19, the King James Bible. So this is very important. He's given us authority over all the power of the enemy. And so you say, well, pastor, we talk about sickness. Yes, it's sickness that the enemy uses, amen, to try to complicate our life, to try to get us to doubt God, to try to get us, man, to, 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 to doubt that report of the Lord. Okay, especially when you're going through something, especially when you're down on your back, man. He pounces on us. Amen. Amen. Especially if we are a believer and if we have before put trust and confidence in God and stand on his word. But God has given us, according to the scripture, authority over the power of the enemy. Amen. And all sickness sometimes is not unto death anyway, but it's just the enemy will try to cease on it. Amen. But we've got to know the truth that we have authority over it this morning. Amen. Even over death, we have authority over it because the power of life and death is in our tongue. Amen. So let God be true and every man a liar. Whose report shall you believe? I shall believe the report of the Lord. Should be our faith declaration, not only concerning healing, but concerning everything and anything. Take it to the Lord in prayer. The book of Romans chapter 3, verse 4, the King James Bible says it this way. God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written. Even when you go to the doctor, you don't have to call him a liar. But sometimes when they say, okay, nothing else we can do. You got four days, five days, 30 days. Sometimes they're right in their calculations. Sometimes they're not. A lot of times they're basing it on previous studies that they've done and, and familiar things that they see, you know, sometimes. And sometimes they're, it's accurate. 
you know, amen. But even in death, God is able to raise, you know, he, he gives uh, us the power and the authority, amen, to speak life. Amen. And so we don't speak death just because somebody else said it's over. We, we continue to pray to the very end because we know who holds life and death in their hand. Amen. And so he said, let every man be a liar as it is written that thou might be justified in thy sins. And so what are we going to say? Uh, you know, whose report do you believe for your healing? We're going to say what the word says. We're going to put God in remembrance, just like the, the, uh, the scripture text tells us. And it says, and might have overcome when thou art judged. Amen. So sometimes these things come uh, to judge us. Amen. You know, to test us. Amen. You know, to try us. Amen. Why? Because we must be found faithful in believing the report of the Lord. We can't believe it today and tomorrow I get a diagnosis and I stop believing. So we have, we, you know, we're justified by faith. Okay, and faith coming by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more I hear the word in that situation, the more I reinforce and do what? Put God in remembrance of whose report I believe for my healing. The more uh, medicine I'm taking, spiritual medicine I'm taking, and it's actually restoring my body. You have to you have to see it that way, that even though there's sickness and disease and infirmity going throughout my body, trying to kill, still and destroy my health. The more and more I shoot myself up with that medicine called the word of God, the more I'm going to be built up in the word of God, the more faith I'm going to have. It's going to kick in because the word gives life, produces life. It dries up and cancels any other assignment of the enemy to try to use the opportunity to kill, still destroy, even though it was my fault, what I ate, what I did, how I abused my body. I, I'm the one who sinned against my health, but it's him that goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for me to doubt God. He's looking for me not to remind God of that report for my healing. He's looking for me to speak doubtful words and not words of faith and of hope based on what God has said. He's looking for me to be, let it be the last thing I do is put God in remembrance of what he said. When it should be the first thing I do, giving him the answer, reminding him, Lord, you promised me this, that you were going to heal me just like we read, you know, in the book of Jeremiah. You know, I think it's 17 and 14. It talked about, Lord, heal me. You save me. I'm saved. You heal me. I'm healed. You know, so whose report, whose report are you going to believe for your healing? Then put God in remembrance of that. Forget about every other report. Thank you, doctor. I appreciate that. I see it on the x-ray. To God be the glory. With his stripes, I'm healed. You know, I believe the report of the Lord. Okay, because that thing is coming to judge my faith. That sickness, that disease, that bad report, that report I don't like. It disgusts me to hear it. Amen. But it's but it's true. Guess what? Thank you. That ain't where my cure is at. That thing come, man, to, to, to curse my faith, just like it comes to curse my body. It want to curse my faith. Why? Because faith pleases God in that situation. Yes. And we say we walk by faith and not by sight. So I see it, but I'm not walking by it. I'm walking by what I don't see. Okay? Because I want the manifestation of the healing virtue to flow through my body. Okay? And so it says right there, you know, so let every man be a liar. I'm not calling the doctor no liar, but the Bible said, let him be a liar. Because why? He don't know the report of the Lord. She don't know the report of the Lord unless they know what you know, unless they know what I know. They can't remind God, you know, they're going to work to the extent, full extent of their profession. That's what they went to school for. That's what they put all those hours in medical school for. Biologically learning, scientifically learning, all those methods, all those techniques. They are wonderful. They're wonderful. I see the tumor, Lord. I, I, see, I see the lymph nodes swollen four times the size. I see it all, God. I see how they're crowding my internal organs. 
but I'm trusting God. Throw my hands in the air and say, I believe the report of the Lord. His report says I'm healed. Jesus was wounded for my transgression, bruised for my iniquity, just tapping my peace was upon him with whose stripes I'm already healed. That's the report that we believe for our healing. Amen. God wants us to be busy being blessed. Not worrying, not walking around sad, you know, devastated, but he wants us to be busy being blessed. To do so, we need to be healed, whole, sound, and well. We are not to elevate the idea and report of men, especially doctors, you know, or our own reports or ideas, or when the clergy tells us certain things that are not based on scripture. Okay, we're not to elevate those reports above God's word. Never, ever. Nothing above the word of God, our healer. Nothing goes above him. We nor our doctors are to speak as though we are or they are God. They're not. They don't have the final say. Even if breath leave my body, God able to put it back in there. When we do so, we are found to be liars. Okay, because we don't know the word of God. If we put something, a report of a man or woman or clergy, our favorite whatever, above, even my own ideas, if I put them above, well, it, it, it must be true because I saw it. If we put it above the word of God, we are liars too. We join the lying core, you know, the core of liars. You know, we don't want to go that way. Every word of God is pure. He is a healer unto them that put their trust in him. And his word works like a medicine to our flesh. The more you take, the better you're going to be. The Apostle Paul said it like this. Let God be true and let every man be a liar as it is written. You know, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings and might have overcome when thou art judged. Okay. The Apostle Paul's words form the principles for us to walk in our healing ministry, amen, even if it's just ministering the word of God to myself as a medicine to my flesh and marrow to my bones. You know, take it every morning. Just like you take a spoonful of cough medicine, a spoonful of honey for the cough, a spoonful of this, a spoonful of that. Amen. Take your spoonful of this healing ministry. Amen. Matter of fact, take more than a spoonful. Drink your whole glass for it. Take it. Get you a whole chapter. Get you a whole book. Amen. Just take all the medicine you want. Amen. It's good for your body physically. It's good for your soul. It's good for your heart. It's good for your spirit. And I'll tell you one thing, it's really, really good for the renewing of your mind. Change your thinking, you know. Might change some habits and some attitude, too. Uh, again, we're going to reinforce all of this with what the book of Luke said, chapter 10, verse 17, 19, the King James Bible. You know, this, this, I know I mentioned it earlier, but here's exactly what the scripture said. It says, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Well, guess what? Sickness and disease is, too. Okay. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. That means he now don't have no power to get the opportunity for my death or my healing. You know, he's just out there trying to trick me. He's trying to generate doubt. He's trying to get me to doubt God. When he sees that opportunity, why? Because he's like a lion. He isn't a lion. He's like a lion. He goes to and fro. And it ain't him physically. It's his imps. It's his evil spirits. Remember when we was talking about in the book of Acts chapter 8 verse 7? You got to first clean the house. Get rid of the evil spirits. Why? They're going to and fro. They're doing his work. They're doing his bidding to try to get us to doubt that report. 
You know, that report we believe, that report we put God in remembrance of all the time, every situation, no matter what the diagnosis, we have to go back to put God in remembrance of what he said. He watches over his word. That's what he says. What his word says is the final authority. And if we're going to believe the report of the Lord, then let's remind him of his report for our healing. And he goes on to say there, you know, because we see what happened to Satan. So Satan don't have all the power and authority that we have power and authority over him. We have the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power in the works of the enemy. We have the power to cast out demons. Amen. Come on, lay hands on the sick and they recover. Lay some hands on yourself as you believe in that report. You know, lay hands and say, but Lord, by, by your report, I declare healing over my life. That's faith. You know, behold, he says, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, all the power and nothing shall in any means hurt you. It's not going to hurt you. What hurts us is doubt and unbelief. You know, that's what hurts us. You know, that uncertainty, that fear that comes in, gushes in all of a sudden. That's what hurts us. Okay. That, that's a heartbreaker. They get a report and then you believe the report instead of believing the report of the Lord for how you're going to be healed. That's a heartbreaker. That's a crusher. That's not the kind of medicine you want to flow through your body. That doubt, that unbelief, you know, that pain, that hurt, that fear. Is this the end? Is this, you know, this is stage four. Got to look beyond that. Okay. The book of Isaiah, again, one of our scripture references says, you know, the book of Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1 of the King James Bible, who has believed our report? My hand go up. I believe your report, Lord. I believe the report of the prophets as, as you inspired them to write these words and give to us, Isaiah, Paul, all the other apostles. And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? God, every time we read your word, you're revealing your arm, which is the word arm there means his power, his strength, you know, his might, you know, you know. It's all in the arm of the Lord, and we abide under the arm of the Lord, the shadow of the Lord, you know. Mm -hmm. Amen. What he has said, amen. We get, a, we get a hold to that arm. We hold on to that arm until our change come, amen. Yeah. The book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 26, the King James Bible, one of our scripture texts this morning references says, put me in remembrance. Now, there it is right there. Put me in remembrance. Let us plead together, declare you th that thou mightest be justified. When these things come against our body, when these things come against our life, when these things come against our heart, our souls, our mind, to try to harm us, to hurt us, trying to use doubt and unbelief, you know, we put God in remembrance. You know what I'm saying? What he said, that we might be justified, you know, justified by what? Power? Faith in the word of God, faith in the report of the Lord, faith in that spiritual medicine I'm taking, yes. you know, faith that it's going to be marrow in my bones. It's going to restore me. It's going to renew me. The more I take it, the more built up I'm going to be. The weller I'm going to become. The whole, I'm going to be more whole. Okay? Amen. And it works both spiritually and physical miracles in our life, in our physical bodies, soul, mind, life, you know. And now we can go out and share it with people and we can say, look, this is what the Lord did for me. When I was sick, the Lord healed me. When I needed to be saved, the Lord saved me. And therefore, I'm healed and I'm saved. You know, and now you're justifying it by faith because you're speaking uh, those things that were not as though they are because they are. That's the report that we believe. Book of Jeremiah, chapter one, verse 12, the King James Bible. And we're, we're very familiar with this passage of scripture. I want you to be so familiar that you start taking it and doing it. OK, because faith without works is dead 
Amen. If God say do it, we have to do it. If we love him, we keep his commandments and do what he say. Then said the Lord unto me, this is Jeremiah prophesying here, thy hath well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. Now, what he's saying there is hasten means I'm actively watching over my word. I neither slumber nor sleep. But look at what he says to Jeremiah. Then said the Lord unto me, to be thou hath well seen. What did Jeremiah see? Jeremiah saw four different visions. If we want to go into them, you can read it for yourself. But the first one is, is enough for me. When he said, I see an almond branch. And the historical significance of that, the biblical historical significance, the symbology spiritually of that is this. Almond trees had a, had a way of announcing that they were getting ready to, to bear some, to produce some almonds at least three months ahead of schedule of anything else as the season changed in that region at the time. And when they saw that fresh little bud on that almond branch, they knew that they were going to have a good crop, a good harvest of almonds. Yes, yes. They knew a change in the season was going to bring it about. Mm -hmm. And when you start putting God in remembrance of the word, you ought to know your season of healing is about to change mm -hmm. or lack thereof. You know, you ought to know that the minute you look in that perfect law of living and continue therein, you ought to know something is getting ready to, to, to sprout in my life, some new life, a new harvest of healing, virtue going to flow through my body, my life, my soul, my spirit. You know, you ought to know that the minute you open up that perfect law of liberty and look therein and start reading those healing scriptures, taking that medicine, you know, taking that medicine, you know, taking it just like the words say. Receiving that medicine, believing that report right there in the word, just like you look at that x-ray and believe that report, look in that word and believe that report, you know, just like he said, he said, you have well seen. And when you do that, when you say, Lord, I see it right here in the word, you promised me that with your stripes, I'm healed. Bam. What do you think the Lord going to say to you? Same thing he said to Jeremiah, you have well seen. Now that pleased God. Guess what he's going to do? He's going to do what you put him in remembrance of. You don't put him in remembrance of nothing. He can't do nothing. Not in that regard. Okay. Don't allow your mind to stray away from the report just because you got a report that wasn't so pleasant. The manifestation of your healing is on its way. Okay. It's on its way because when you went to the doctor, amen, declaring that I believe the report of the Lord with his stripes, I'm healed. You already activated the arrival of it. That's right. You know, once you did that, you don't have to wait till you get there and the doctor confirm it. You can go ahead on and activate the arrival of it. Why? I'm speaking by faith. I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, my God, wonder what they're going to find. Oh, my God, wonder what they're going to do. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm just not ready for this. I'm just afraid of what the doctor going to say. That, that's how a lot of people go to the doctor. You know, they're feeling something, you know, person who taking them, you know, ambulance, people who come and pick you up. They ain't saying none of these things. So you have to put God in remembrance of it. You're the one, you're the believer. Amen. You know, amen. And so don't, don't, don't let your mind stray because the manifestation of your healing is on the way. State your case to God, not to people so much. You can tell them I feel a pain in my chest or whatever, <laughs> but hey, talk to God about it. You, you said, Lord, this pain in my chest, Lord God, I know you got the power to make it go away. Uh, the book of Isaiah chapter 43, verse 25 through 26 says this, one of our, another one of our scripture text references, it says, I, even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. And so, bam, if you're a believer, you know right away, it ain't because of sin right now. Okay. Cause why God said, I blotted that out. 
So don't start trying to connect no dots, you know, and, and all of that be rebuking Satan. And we, we so quick to do that. We remember to do that, man. We start rebuking Satan, cursing him. We do everything to Satan. But we don't do nothing to that sickness. We don't do nothing to that disease. We don't do nothing to that report. We don't do nothing to that. But we'll wear Satan out, man. He ain't even got nothing to do with it. It's when he see that you don't know what to do. Now, he, take, he, takes, he takes control of that situation. He going to add to your doubt. He going to add to your unbelief. He going to try to get your thoughts to waver and stray away from what God told you to put him in remembrance of for your healing. That's how he works. But listen to what the scripture says. It says, for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. So if God ain't going to remember them, don't you remember them? You're, you're, you're a believer. And if you feel like sin is a problem, repent quickly. Get back in right standing with God. You solve that problem. That's like taking a medicine too. Get rid of that and not start focusing on the answer to my problem, you know, my healing. Put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. You know, the Lord is saying, look, you get on the same wavelength I'm on. I'm never going to doubt my own word. That's why I sent it to heal you and to rescue you from destruction. So come on, get in, get in agreement with me and my word. Put me in remembrance of my word. I know the problem. I know the situation. I know what you're going through. I know your body. I created and I made it. I blew life in it. I can do it again, even though it's dead. Put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case. <laughs> State your case. Your case is not how sick you are. Your case is, I believe the report of the Lord for my healing. I believe that I'm here with this strife. State your case to God. Let your case be based on the promises of God, on the report of the Lord, on what the prophets wrote and said about your healing. State your case to God that you may be acquitted it. That word acquitted it means released from it, mm -hmm. freed from it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's got a hold and a grip on you, on your faith, choking your faith, choking the source of your faith, which is the word, the promises of God. But tell God what you see. God, I see a way out here. I know you're not going to put more on me than you know I'm able to bear. God, I'm being tempted right now to doubt you. I'm being tempted to believe another report because I'm looking at what I see on this x-ray. I'm hearing what this, this doctor and this staff is telling me, God. You know, you know, you know. And he said you will be acquitted. No, your case was settled when Jesus went to the cross in, uh, in and on our behalf over 2,750 years ago. That's why Isaiah prophesied. You know, he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity, the chastisement of our peace was upon him with whose stripes we healed. He had to go to the cross, y'all, to get the stripes on his body. 39 of them bought our physical healing. And the blood was shed to heal us from sin. So all, all of those things have already been dealt with. Amen. And so your case was settled. You, you got to say that, Lord, my healing was paid for by Jesus on that cross. I've been redeemed from the curse of whatever this is. And I say so. It was settled, you know, you know, on our behalf. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, then it is finished. Jesus said, yes. you know, book of John, chapter 30, verse 19. Jesus said it's finished. Mm -hmm. And if Jesus said it's finished, who am I? Who is the doctor? You know, let every man be a liar. Nobody should go above what Jesus said. It's finished. It's Your healing has been paid for purchase. <clears throat> I got to keep taking that. I got to keep teaching my body how to receive that medicine. Sometimes people say, are you allergic to anything? Well, you can be allergic to all the stuff that the man tried to give you you want to, but don't be allergic to the word of God. Mm. That's where you're healing at. Don't treat the word of God like you're allergic to it. You know, uh, your words are important. The book of Isaiah, chapter 57, verse 19, the King James Bible says this. I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him 
that is far off and to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. So the Lord is saying, I don't know how far you are from complete faith, but all I need to see is the faith of a mustard seed. You know, if, if, if you can just believe this one time, you know, for a believer now. You don't need to see a mustard seed. And he said, you can take that mustard seed and say to that mountain, I don't care how big that report is, I don't care how big that tumor is, you can say to that mountain, growing in your body, swelling up in your body, inflaming your body, choking the life out of your body, be thou removed and cast into the sea of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, these, these, these giants are still falling. These, these giant tumors, whatever they might be, they still can dry up. Let me tell you something. If you have seen the x-ray and saw them lymph nodes, Pastor Sharon and I saw on that screen when I did that first MRI back before I started chemo. Almost, they were hiding my internal organs, but they had not, you know, grab it, uh, they had not mutated to my organs. It was just all around my organs, all over my body. Hundreds, thousands of them. But in 27 days, they dried up and disappeared, according to the doctor. But I was already believing the report of the Lord when we went there. We were already praying that they dried, that they disappeared. And it was confirmed 27 days later, you know, that they were gone. Doctor couldn't figure out where they were at. He said, it's amazing. It's a miracle. They're not there anymore. Do you want to continue the treatment? Yes, doc. We signed up for six months. We're going to go ahead and do the six, the six treatments, you know. Because we want the doctor to become a believer too, which he was. Now he's even a, a, he got other cancer patients going to come in there. We want him to help them, to be able to tell them, use that report that we, that we, we was praising God in that office back then, mm -hmm. you know, right. but that thing's right up, man. Calling on the name of Jesus. You know, he says it right there. The word fruit here means produce. It's going to produce. It says right there, I create the fruit of the lips. So whatever is on your lips concerning that report that you're reminding God of, let it be fruitful. Let it produce the outcome that God has promised you. Grab the scripture, put God in remembrance of it. You know, it may not be an almond branch for you, you know, but if he said, by my stripes you heal, with my stripes you heal, let that be the fruit of your lips. Let that be what you say to God, that that fruit is important. You know, let God, I'm, I'm already healed. So let that be the result of what you're saying. Okay. Here means produce. And it says, God creates what you produce from your mouth when we believe and speak the word of God. Health, he promised, right? I will heal you. I will save you. You know, remind God, God, you saved me. So I know you can heal me. You know, the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 22, 23, the King James Bible says this. And Jesus answering said unto them, have faith in God. Mm. You got it in the doctrine, everybody else, but have faith. Root doctor, y'all go to root, root palm readers, all that psychic network stuff. Have faith in God and in his word. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart or her heart, it doesn't matter, but shall believe that those things, listen now, which he or she saith shall come to pass. There's that fruit. He shall have whatever or she, whatever he or she saith. Special note here, what kinds of mountains or obstacles do you have in your life right now? 
obey Jesus and command that mountain of pain, cancer, disease, command it to go, not to stay. You know, now out of your body in the name of Jesus, command it and order it out. And it has to go. Jesus said, you can have what you say. Begin to call your body whole and healed and well. Yes, Don't stop. Yes. Don't listen to your body. Listen to Jesus. Listen to what he said. Book of Job, chapter 22, verse 26 and verse 28 of the King James Bible says this. For then you will delight in the almighty and lift up your face to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will pay your vows. Your vows is to trust God, to praise God, to honor God, to depend on God, to rely on God, to be assured of God. And the hope in God. You will also decree a thing. Now listen here. There are things that have already been decreed. So we declare what has been decreed. Amen. His decrees. Every word in here of God is a commandment. That have already been established by God. So the decrees are already there. So we declare the decrees of God. Okay. And he says a thing. And it will be established for you. And light will shine on your ways, your ways of walking in divine health and healing, your ways of moving away from doubt and unbelief, your ways of separating from pain and hurt and suffering, whether it be in your body, your mind, your life, your soul, your spirit, or your heart. You're going to separate from it. You're going to walk in a new way, new way of healing, new way of, of, of being saved, you know. And then he goes on to say, give voice to the promises in the word and lay claim to them as your inheritance. You know, again, it says decree, but we said declare what has already been decreed, decreed by him that you are healed. So I don't have to make no new decrees. They're already there. I just have to declare what the Lord has decreed. But he's established and it'll be established. That's the fruit. Lord, you said. That by your stripes, I am healed. Mm. See, there's that decree right there being declared. So on the authority of your word, I decree what you have. I declare what you have decreed that I am healed yes. and that sickness and disease have no hold on me no. and they must go in the name of Jesus. Mm. Remember to give testimony of your healing, not your problem. Mm. Remember, we overcome high by the word of our testimony. Yeah. Whose word? His word. Not the doctor's word. Let every man be a liar. Let God be true. So remember now, remember the word of your testimony. Remember to give a testimony, a word of testimony about your healing. Because Sharon and I had to do that. You're going to have to do that. Yeah. If it worked for us, it'll work for you. Come on. It's universal. It's the same for everybody. Take that medicine. Take more of it over and over and over again until it begins to manifest the, the fruit of it, the healing of it. Amen. Mm. Uh, the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 11, the King James Bible says this. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Whose report do you believe for your healing? Is that your testimony? Mm. When you get a bad report you don't like? Mm. Or one of your loved ones get one, you know, when your healing manifests itself and you recover and have the opportunity to testify to the grace of the Lord, do it. 
Don't be talking about how lucky you were. Don't be talking about that was a close call this time. You know, don't don't do a, a Fred Sanford on us. The Lord wants you to give glory to him for what he has done. And it will also serve to help build faith in someone else who has a need. When we give our testimony, Pastor Sharon, now we're helping people. They're being encouraged. And some of you the same thing. Because we always take it back to the word of God, what the, what the Lord promised us. You know, when people call us for prayer, for healing, we don't go telling them a whole, we, we don't get into the doubt wagon with them. We get into the faith wagon. We walk by faith. You know, we see it by faith. You know, we see the manifestation of God's word. So we put him in remembrance of it because he watches over. He hastens to perform it. You know, hold on to your healing. Don't let it go just because you get a different report, you know. I, I know God has healed me of cancer, but guess what? I went the other day, man, they saw a little spot on my liver, had to do an MRI, isolate my liver, to check out what that spot is. Now, the doctor made some assumptions, but he left it up to Pastor Sherry now. And we said, oh, no, no, we want to go and do the MRI right away and, and get that thing checked out. Just a little white spot. He said it might be blood vessel. I don't like speculation about my body. Mm. I want to know that I know that I know, so I know specifically how to direct my prayers. I want to know what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, uh, what I'm, I'm, I'm cursing out of my body, you know, what I'm binding up in my body. I want to know what it is, and I need the doctor, you know, to tell me that. I don't need him to cure me. I need him to tell me what that is, so God can cure me of it. So hold on to your healing. Uh, in the book of Nahum. Uh, chapter one, verse seven and verse nine, the B portion of that verse, it says the Lord is good. OK, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who trust in him. He will make an utter end of it. My God, I love that. He will make an utter end of it. What that thing, man, that they found that they didn't find before that new discovery, that new diagnosis, that old diagnosis that came back. It says the Lord. Now, the doctor can't make no end of it. They'll give you some temporary relief, make you comfortable. And if they see that they can't. They don't have enough scientific knowledge and, and, and technology and things to get rid of it, to bring an end to it. They're going to turn you over to hospice. Mm. They're going to turn you over to hospice. Wash their hands because they've gone as far as they can go scientifically and medically. But look at what it says here. <coughs> he will. Talking about God who made our bodies. God who's the author of our faith. Finisher of our faith. He will make an utter end of it. Affliction will not rise up a second time. When God touches you. Come on. You know, we got evidence in the word of God. You know, people that had 38 years sickness. 12 years hemorrhaging. 18 years bent over. Couldn't straighten up. You know, problem in the skeletal system. You know. We, we see what happened, you know, uh, we are faced with too many reports and opinions these days concerning our healing. You know why? God trying to get us to walk by faith and not by sight. God trying to get us to a point where we learn to take our medicine, uh, spiritual medicine, which is the word of God, just like we do other medicine. Right. We, we get on a routine. We don't miss it. We got it plugged in our phone. The alarm go off when I'm supposed to take it. Long, you know, we, 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 man, we're so, man, we're so pro. We, man, we on top of that. We get on that schedule. I'm in the, I'm in the same boat, you know, but I, but you better believe these days I'm taking, I'm taking more of this medicine right here than I am any other medicine. It's amazing how that has changed. And he goes on to say, everybody telling us to try this and to try that 
Have you heard about the new product or that new product or this new product, you know, this new tea or this new whatever, this new herb? You know, I chase those things sometimes because I want to be, I want to put as natural stuff in my body, help my body as possible. I put all that junk in there before. Mm. You know, I ain't wouldn't rebuking no devils. I did it. So mm. I should correct it at my level as much as I can anyway. He goes on to say, the problem with so many reports and second opinions, <coughs> excuse me, the many variations and differences and contrasts they present for God's people who are faced with making uh, the best well-informed decision about your own health and about the healing and the health uh, of your of your ailing loved ones, uh, you know, that are so stressful and tiring and draining. Of, I mean, it does. It's, it sucks the very physical strength out of us sometimes. That's what worrying would do. How to be careful. A worrying and stress man could lead to actually cancerous tumors popping up in your body. So you have to be uh, uh, free yourself from that. Release yourself from that. Take the medicine. You know, get find confidence, strength in the word of God, the promises of God and continue. Hold on to that promise of healing. Don't let it go to the manifestation show up. I know it sounds, you know, you know, pastor, you don't know how long I don't. But God does. Mm. And he, we just read in Nahum, he'll put an end to it when he's ready. Uh, oh, my God, this world will live in if we don't face so many contrasting reports this alone makes you sick and full of doubt and unbelief. Then, with all this pressure on top of the stress of it and the pressure itself, there is Satan or his little evil spirits trying his best to tempt us to doubt God and to put our trust in his worldly systems that has never healed anyone at best, only treated some folks and made them comfortable. They make their diagnoses and they render their medical assessments and file their reports in your health records for purposes of CYA. You know what that stands for. Cover your own. You know what? While on the other hand, God in his word and God's people, servants of faith, give a different report. If they know what the word of the Lord said, they'll tell you with his stripes you heal. They'll tell you God sent his word to heal your disease. If they don't know that, they're going to tell you to go to the doctor. I'm not a doctor. I've had, I've had a preacher. I'm not a doctor. I'm a preacher. Well, preach me the, the scriptures on healing. Teach me the scriptures on healing. You know, don't give me some tradition of men. Don't give me your philosophy. Don't give me your word. Don't give me what I told you in, in secrecy about from the pulpit. You know, I need to be healed. Whose report will you believe? Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 51, verse 1, the King James Bible. Again, I want to reemphasize this says, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? His strength, his power, his might in a situation where there's sickness. We know that the kingdom of God is not in word only, but in power. Book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 20, the King James Bible, that arm, that power, that might, that strength. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. God wants that power to be revealed. He wants that power to manifest. And as you start taking that medicine and putting God in remembrance, what do you think God going to do in return? He's going to send that power. Just like that lady touched the hem of his garment, and he said, virtue went out of me. That power went out of him and healed her, dried up her 12-year hemorrhage. He felt the power go out. He felt the virtue go out. He right now sees what we're going through, and he wants the virtue and power to go out of him again. He's still our healer today. 
But we're not trying to touch him. We're trying to get to that doctor so they can touch us. Mm. Who has ever experienced God's delivering power? In the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 1 through 6, the King James Bible, we see here now, Satan challenges is God's word, so you better... I shouldn't say better because I, that's like telling y'all what you better do. But it's your, really your choice. But you need to know what God says in situations. If man gives you a report which is contrary to the word of God, and we see that right here, man, in book of Romans chapter 3, verse 40, King James Bible, when God say, let God be true and every man be a liar. Remember now what was said to Eve in the garden. God had already said, so it don't need nobody changing what he said. But people do it all the time to try to make it fit into their situation so they can be justified. Remember what he said, when you believe the poor Lord, you are justified by faith because you believe his word. Blessed are those who do not follow the advice of the ungodly, but delight in the law of the Lord. That's in the book of Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, the King James Bible. Don't sit in the counsel of the ungodly. A lot of people may advise you to do things contrary to God's word. Be very careful. Be sharp about that. For example, believing that a certain kind of sickness is incurable. As we read in the book of Romans chapter 4, verse 17, 21, the King James Bible. Abraham did not consider his body or his debt or the deadness of Sarah's womb, but he believed the report of the Lord saying, so shall your seed be. That's what the Lord said to him. But it was left up to Abraham to believe that. Abraham was convinced that what God promised him, that's important, he was also able to perform it. If don't, don't say it if you don't believe God is able to perform it. I don't care how difficult it looks. Don't doubt in your heart, but believe God. Keep taking that medicine until God perform it. He's watching over it. God's report says by his stripes, okay, the stripes of his son Jesus, you are healed. That's in the book of Isaiah again, chapter 53, verse 1. And Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 3, 4 through 5, the King James Bible. Also, Peter jumps on this, 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 this faith walk in the book of First uh, Peter, chapter 2, verse 24, the King James Bible. It says, you know, the world's report says cancer is incurable, HIV is incurable, sugar diabetes is incurable, cancer is incurable, and all of the other different diseases out there. Whose report, though, will you believe? Okay, uh, the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 25 through 34, the King James Bible says this. The woman with the issue of blood heard the report about Jesus while doctors could not heal her. She had spent all her money, okay, going back and forth to the doctors, seeing certain specialists, but they could not heal her. She believed and touched Jesus' garment and was healed. You know, in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 12, 13, the King James Bible, it speaks about King Asa. We know about Asa. Prophet told him what to do, what God said do. Get your house in order. Who only sought help from the doctors and never from the Lord. His sickness got worse and then he died. Therefore, trust the Lord for your healing because nothing is too hard for him. God placed doctors here to help us and we should go to the doctors to find out what's going on in our bodies, period. Not for a cure. Despite what the doctor says, you can believe the report of the Lord in the word of God for your healing, for our healing. I do, Pastor and I do. I know you do. At least we want you to. 
God wants you to. Not that it is God's will for you to be healed, for your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, not the temple of sickness. Mm. Know that it is God's will for you to be healed. Your body is not the temple of sickness and disease and infirmity, but it is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Okay, not the temple of sickness. The book of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 22, the King James Bible says this, that God's word is health to all your flesh, all our flesh, and it works for those who find it. Medicine should be taken according to the doctor's instruction. I'm talking about Dr. Jesus, our chief physician. You do it for the other doctors, the earthly doctors, the specialists. If, you, uh, if he says take two tablets three times a day, y'all going to do it. We're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Everybody's going to do it. For one week, we're going to do it. Count the days. We're going to be mindful and watchful. We're not going to get off that schedule. We're going to write it on the calendar. We're going to put it in our phone. We're going to put alarms on it. We're going to tell family members to make sure that I don't forget to take my medicine. And sometimes we still do that with all that other, all them other systems to remind us. You should do exactly as he advised. Talking about God, just like we do with our doctors. Don't give them more present credit over their report than you do God. You and I, okay, believe it worked even when we still feel pain. Now that's what the doctor's instructions is, okay? And we follow them, so let's follow God's instructions. Now let's see what God is saying or is instructing us to do. Take these verses as often as possible. Take these verses as often as possible. Okay, meditate on them day and night. If the condition gets worse, double the dose. Do not believe the devil's report or the doctor's report. They said, let every other report, you know, be a liar and God be true. Believe his report. Put him in remembrance of his report. Meditate on it, you know, remind them of it. The devil <coughs> always questions God's word. In the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 2, the King James Bible, it says, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. In the book of Philippians chapter 1, verse 21 to 26, the King James Bible, Paul says this, <coughs> Paul did not know what to choose, but he ultimately chose to remain living. Okay, he didn't accept the report that he was going to die. We have authority. God has given it to us to use it, not abuse it, or not to just let it, you know, be there and don't do nothing with it. Jesus, lie dormant as we said. Jesus has given us authority, as we read earlier in the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 17, 19, the King James Bible, over the power of the enemy, okay? Enemy could be anything, cancer, any, against your health, sickness, disease, against your body, anything, you know, enemy. If it's foreign to you, God didn't plan in your life, didn't order to be in your life. Remember, this is the temple of the Holy Ghost, not the temple of sickness. That's an enemy to your health. And a lot of it sometimes is because we, we omitted some things, we caused some things, you know, and we want to blame the devil, start rebuking him, make no changes in my, my, my habits, what I do, you know. And he's given us authority, okay? Uh, he has given us Authority to use it over all the power and the works of the enemy to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And it says, and nothing shall in any way harm us. You know, that's right there in the scripture. Jesus is building his church. And we get ready to close. Building his church and the gates of hell, he says, shall not prevail against it. Jesus has given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven. We read that in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 18 through 19, the King James Bible, which is this word. Remember what he told Peter, you know. We have authority, y'all. 
in the book of the Acts, chapter 19, verse 16 to 18, the King James Bible, we see that the sons of Sceva had no authority to use the name of Jesus, but we have that authority. There is power in the name of Jesus as long as you have the authority to use it. Get saved if you're not saved. Then you can use it. He, he said, men have received him. To them gave you the power to become the sons of God. You know, the book of John, chapter 14, verse 12 to 14, the King James Bible, tells us also that the believers, okay, will do the works that Jesus did. He healed folks, okay? So it starts with us getting our own selves healed. Even greater works because Jesus is now with the Father. So we can now go out and tell people, lay hands on people, pray the prayer of faith, agree with them. And guess what? As long as two agree as asking anything of the Father, he said, we're going to have that we ask for if we don't doubt and believe in our heart. You know, the book of Job, chapter 22, through verse, uh, chapter 22, verse 28, King James Bible says this. You shall decree, and that word decree again, remember, we're decreeing what we're declaring what's already been decreed by God. A thing and it shall be established. Things that God have already said to us, we declare those. That's his decree. So decree and declare that no weapon formed against you or your family in any way shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise up against you in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Amen. Let God be true and every man a liar. Whose report shall you believe? Mm. I shall believe the report of the Lord. Yes. What does his report say? His report says I'm healed. We're healed. Amen. And so be it according to your word, Lord, in the book of Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1, the book of Isaiah chapter 43, verse 26, and the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12 of the King James Bible. Amen. So, Father, we thank you. We praise Amen. you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Thank you for your word this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, to we believe your report for our healing, Lord God. No other report. Let every man be a liar and God, you be true, God. You who are able to save us, you who are able to heal us, you have not changed. You're still the same as you healed then, you heal now. And so, Father, we just give you praise, glory, and honor that we'll keep taking this medicine until the manifestation takes full uh, place in our lives, Lord God. Even those we've been praying for, we bind up any doubt and unbelief that's out there right now, Lord God, that's causing fear right now, Lord God. And, Father, we just continue to look to you, the author, finish and develop our faith. We thank you for your precious promises, our hope, our assurance, Lord God, is still in what you promised, mm -hmm. oh God. As we look now beyond what we see with our physical eyes, what we hear with our ears, all these reports, Lord God, all these different variations, these contrary uh, reports from this special, that special, second opinions, oh God, even our very own understanding sometimes is lacking in faith. But as we look to you, God, to be justified by what you said, by faith, oh God, that coming from hearing your word, your precious promises to us, that with your stripes we'll heal, God. He who was cursed, Lord, hung on that tree, God, by his stripes we'll heal. We've been redeemed from that curse. Every sickness and disease in the Bible, God, we've been redeemed from it, and we say so this morning. So we give you praise glory and honor. We believe the report of the Lord this morning. Yes. We will continue to say that report, remind you of that report until the full manifestation of our healing, Lord God, comes to fruition. Is our prayer this morning yes. in Jesus' precious name. Thank you for your word this Thank morning. Thank you, you for Jesus. this medicine this morning. Thank you for this, this, this health to our bodies this morning as we take this medicine this morning for our healing in Jesus' name, praying that others will do the same in Jesus' mm. name because your word works and we'll put you in remembrance of it. You will honor your word. You will bring mm. it to pass for your name's sake. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. All 